was missing was m- <laughs> now we have to edit that thing again peter jeez peter my god <laughs> i'm not i'm not editing that out bananas in the background come on no because when we hold their hands they don't want bloody knuckles so. oh he brought it full circle good job okay, yeah, good. Uh, anyway Guys, I think we're already on a roll. I think we're I think we're going live right now. Yeah, Let's we just need keep to start going. Okay. All right. <laughs> who's who's kicking it off today? Thank Peter. you. All right, Peter. Peter. All right, guys. Welcome everyone to the fourth edition of the Sticky Bottle Podcast. Today we're talking about the greatest Asia song ever. The heat of the moment. Where is he going with this? <laughs> the heat of the moment. There's times. In a race before and after where emotions are high, endorphins are up. Especially just, when you get done edging in the porta potty. Yeah, you're just hot yeah. and bothered, and there's only a bunch of dudes in tight spandex around to take it out on. Peter is fully torqued right now. And, <laughs> and so you get you wanted the dirt, you wanted the grime, you wanted the sweat, you wanted the tears. We're gonna talk about the heat of the moment, unforgettable moments in the Peloton. We've got a couple uh, new new uh, new faces that have been showing up on the podcast. Last week, you heard from our Kiwi sensation, the Kiwi bird, the dusty blonde, the young balding man, balding island. You can just call him by his. You can just call him by his name. You know, Ethan Crane. I think he forgot his name actually for a second, and he was giving him <laughs> nicknames to remember, like what his name actually was. was it Eve? Eve? He was waiting for. He was waiting for John to throw a dart. <laughs> um but yeah. yeah speaking of john we've got uh john heinland the third jh3 the enforcer of the team um if you put him and sam morris together boy people will die people will people will will flock um he, he is the team's um residency frat bro and neighborhood yeah. bully to so keep everyone in frat? check here's so we're going to introduce we're going to introduce john from the best the best opportunity the best the best memory the best heat of the moment we can and this is team camp in fayetteville arkansas we're at puritan coffee great oh oh having some beers you know they got beers at night and wine and um you know at team camp it's been some cold rainy rides and we get a couple beers you know letting off some steam with the boys and we're on torchies torchies and torchies eating some tacos and um Heads couple Corona Rita's peg legs. Matt and I's favorite. If you ever, oh man, we got cut off. We got cut yeah. off. We only had one. Those bastards. Um, Amateurs, oh, that was the night I got town. punched in the stomach by Paul. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the best video I've ever seen. <laughs> that was the heat of the moment. That was the heat of the moment. But long story oh. short, you know, John was getting hot and bothered. It had been a long day on the bike, and we had a couple drinks, a couple too many for John's case, and. uh some innocent people are walking out of Puritan. John says something like, "Would you say, John? I don't even remember what you told them, but you would know look, better than I would. You let him no, know. You let him know he was walking out. He's like, oh, you have a good night now, y'all.' And he's like, yeah, was that the kid me. that looked like the dude from Stranger Things? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Really was that them? No, that was a different kid. Uh, oh, oh, those oh. kids were like different drinking weed. Those kids were like drinking lean out of an Aquafina water bottle, ripping a bird yeah, they're, scooter. They're, they're two yeah, sets away coming from going back. blind. <laughs> they're like Peter. Where's school. the story going? Peter, where's the story going? Heat of the moment, John. <laughs> just keep John saying was heat on of the an, moment. Heat of the moment, John was on another level. 
chirped some innocent college kids on a date and it was great it was great and he threw it all up the next day it was great that was the story that far domino's pizza did us in later that evening it's terrible yes sir that was that was the heat of the moment right there the domino's pizza yeah oh swinging beds (laughs) oh Oh, our beds were suspended from the ceiling by chains john and i were getting seasick we had to undo the chains they won a team put them on floor oh yeah hey, that house the house was sweet and the house was it awesome. was great yeah other than the suspended beds from the ceiling oh yeah. then next morning yeah. we had to do team photos i put earbuds in and i didn't wake up on time zimmer you woke <laughs> me up like five minutes before i was in like a fucking different dimension had to throw my clothes on super hungover that was dude you're like 28 years old and still late to stuff <laughs> no i i am Unreal. on time i am on time almost to everything yeah very, you usually are very often all right what real heat of the moment are we talking about though peter well I, here's the thing here's the thing i mean we start okay we, we started the podcast with a story from fayetteville arkansas we might as well continue in fayetteville arkansas right yeah let's do it um yeah. where Actually, there's. We're going to end with the actual best heat of the moment between Eric Hill and Henry Lutz. But oh. that, that's oh. that's that's the end of the episode. We're going to end with that one. But this is one of my favorites as well. Where um, I think we're in stage two of the Joe Martin stage race, and Matt Zimmer uh, <clears throat> gets in a real late break like before the stage i remember going to matt oh, yeah. and saying, i really like this story guys i really like this story i, I remember going to matt early <laughs> this one early yep. in, the, in the stage and being like dude there's a chance that if we go over the rollers you're gonna make it and everybody looked at me and said no way not possible i think i specifically well, said you're an idiot no way in hell that yeah. happens <laughs> so everybody laughs across everybody laughs at eric like mayor, I, mayor I, have, I have, yeah, I have no idea what I'm talking about, but lo and behold, we get to that section of the course. Somebody takes off. I believe it was Sam Fritz took off. Yeah. And yeah, Matt follows him and you Grant also Coons. had Grant Coons mm-hmm. and it's the mm-hmm. three of you get up the road together and you guys gap us. You get the field like that Wait, like, but you also have to realize that elevate didn't know that anyone they didn't know that matt was up there i'm getting there they watched me go i literally was like i just went fast down the downhill to make that sketchy right hand turn not in the group so it just chased a motive real hard just they had just chased a bunch as well because george had been in the break all all day and the break had just come back they didn't want george up there because it was a pretty big break so anyway matt goes gets a gap right away with those three and they all just absolutely sell out and then we go ahead and pull up next to elevate who's still pulling and jump to the front and start taking turns start put on an oscar award winning (laughs) performance absolute acting like (laughs) suffering on the front of this bike race and they're encouraging coaching like you guys got this Jordan a little bit harder. Jordan, Jordan coming up to us like, yeah, guys, you're doing real good. Keep it up. Thinking like we were like really going to be impressed by their big pro stuff. Hey, hey, Jordan. Jordan did that to us earlier in the stage. Remember they were coming back looking for help when it was like Roberge pulling for like 50K yeah. by himself. You guys he got comes back and he's break. like, 
Yeah, he's like, you guys got anyone in the break? I'm like, yeah. And he looks around, he goes, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> oh, you don't, because we're all together. <laughs> we're like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, shoot, I thought we had someone up there. We're still not going to help pull, though. Yeah. So faking it, literally until we make it. Sam Fritz starts cramping, sells out for a K, helps widen the gap a little bit. And Matt beats Grant Koontz to the line, downhill, epic sprint, wins the day. And we're all celebrating with Matt, you know, 200 meters down the line from the finish line. And Eric Young comes rolling up. And man, did he give us a mouthful. He's, That's total bull crap. You don't win a bike race that way. No, he rolls up to me and I'm like uh, stoked because that was just the craziest day ever. And he's like, Hey man, congrats, but that was pretty bullshit. I'm like, haven't you won like a hundred pro races? Go away. Yeah. So anyway, it's kind of the start, the start of things though, is Matt ends up in the yellow Jersey that day. He, we win our first UCI stage. Then you probably wear, loses the yellow Jersey. You got to wear day. the, you got to wear the sun man suit, the banana suit. The banana I've got suit. a conspiracy theory. I'd like to contribute. I think George, I think George soft pulled just from Matt that George day. said, George told me he knew I was up there for That's sure. What I'm saying. Like, yeah, That's George is the away. actual reason we won that day. Not because, not because we're good at he faking said, it. Okay. <laughs> he, said he, he, poked, shit. he said he poked me. He well, poked me when I rode away. Here's, here's, here's the icing on the cake from that story is Paul Abrams, the then director of elevate webplex. Gets all their <laughs> team together and he goes, You let Matt Zimmer up the road. What were you thinking? He's a Zerbel type guy. And if you know who Tom yeah, Zerbel only is, we're from Iowa. We're both yeah, from Iowa. That's we're both from Iowa. That, they look, Men they the look corn. like corn on the cob. That's about it. But Tom's like 6'4, 190 pounds. Yes, yeah, so am I. Does not look anything like Matt. But man, that was, uh, yeah, that, that was funny. Getting an earful from Eric Young that day was uh was quite the experience. I Let's, just couldn't stop looking at his stem. He's got like a negative thirty degree stem, and yeah, he's I'm, he's old school like scraping that. Scraping the. Tires. I want to hear. I want to hear from John because John is just like the biggest bully in the world. He's just the meanest guy in. The, I even in got the a bunch. John story. John's cool literally John, a John is a teddy bear, but John is a teddy <laughs> bear. It depends on who you talk to. I'm apparently. I think a it's teddy because bear. you're actually so. I think it's because you're big. People get like all puffed up and they want to just like flex their manhood on you, and you just like give it right back. Like, I just want to hear before, some fucking crit beef. That's before they see oh, the God. American flag full finger gloves. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. See, Ethan doesn't understand the full finger is where it's at. <laughs> Yeah, I don't comment. It saves your hands. Dude, that guy knuckles included. Anyways, John, just kick it off. John, what is your biggest? Give us your biggest beef, your biggest heat of the moment. Oh, there's been a couple. Gibbons. I don't even know. Yeah. I would say that's probably the biggest one. Uh send it back to Toad 2021. Um, Shorewood, right? I think it was Shorewood. It was the first was, night for me. It was Shorewood, long straight finish. You can see it for a mile. Yep, yep. And so I forget who was all there, but I know it was Pete. The cleanup crew was there. The cleanup oh, crew. Oh, uh, you mean the dunk squad? Sorry. Um, <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I know it was uh, Pete, myself, and then Monk. And Monk and I were pretty much trading spots at the back of the train, which was leading. And we went into the last turn and I was essentially leading Monk out, but I was like, I'm just not feeling it. 
and I took him through the last turn and I swept as hard left as I could. And I was like still going. Cause I'm like, how oh, we still got, still got to get at least something out of this. So I was like, shoot, I'll podium. But I was like looking right the entire way down the start finish or yeah, the finish line watching monk just dominate. <laughs> I don't remember one of the juicers, but anyways, <laughs> the juicers, he, he raised his hand up. And at the same time, I'm like, God, what is that? Why is what is hitting my hip? Like we're crossing the start finish line to finish the race. And I'm like, what is smacking me in the hip? And it, and then it came back again. And I'm like, God, I'm not cramping. I've never cramped in the hip like that. And I just, this big old brute of a guy dressed in all orange. And I was like, it's not hunting season. So I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Just comes up and just shoot. And our buddy on um, a team in all orange based out of Colorado just comes up and just starts screaming at me. I'm like, dude, we weren't even winning the race. The race was on the right side. I was on the left side. You had room to go. So needless to say, myself and another big guy who uh, will leave unnamed. Um, But yeah. We already said his name. Did I? No, yeah. Peter, Peter did. Peter disclosed it. Oh, oh. so yeah, but, my buddy Tom Gibbons and myself, um, we, we yeah, we crossed the finish line when I was getting swung at. So here's and, my fa- uh, yeah. favorite part of that story, though, is he complains to the refs that you moved lines and wants to get you relegated. Meanwhile, he punched you at least 10 times, all yeah. caught on film by Chad Hartley. Yeah. So Chad Hartley learns that Gibbons is trying to get John relegated. So Chad brings said video to the officials and says, you might want to take a look at this part of the story. And then Tom Tom (laughs) and Chad get an argument and and Tom goes, who are you? And he goes, I'm Chad Hartley. He says, and what is that supposed to mean to me? (laughs) <laughs> and, and chad's like you really don't know who i am and i was i couldn't believe it i mean literally one of the best sprinters from 2000 to 2010 in the united states is i mean i did okay in 2014 remote. too but yeah yeah it's calling is calling it's calling a guy out you know and he the the guy doesn't know who, you know doesn't even know who it is nonetheless respect you know the fact that he's got a video showing that he's yeah. getting hit I think it's a big guy. I think all I think all you big guys just have it. Like Gibbons knows what he's doing though. Like, do you guys remember when Gibbons took Summerhill? It was one of the speed week crits, like took Summerhill yeah. on the inside. It was like the most savage yeah. chop. Like the I'd last ever turn. Seen. I thought it was clean, but like it was the most savage, savage. chop I had ever seen in my life. And I think he won. But yeah. like, I don't know. I think sprint. I don't know. I mean, like, here's I'm not the deal. Thinking. Like you got to have an ego and have a chip on your shoulder as a sprinter. Like you can't not kind of be for lack of a better term, a meathead and just want to crush something Yeah. and be a sprinter. Right. I mean, maybe I'm, I'm not a sprinter, so maybe I'm wrong, but I got a family to feed. I got to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, sh- stop it, Pete. You and your calves, you calm down. <laughs> no, I think here's what yeah. I think. Here's what I think. I actually, someone was just talking to me about this. Um. Uh, in another podcast, but we were talking about how like people's size obviously is a bit of proximity. Like it's not just like how willing you are to like 
hold your position, but just it's all about subconscious decisions, right? Mm-hmm. And and we naturally associate taller, stronger, bulkier, whatever individuals. We just subconsciously associate that as like immovable, right? And so when you ride up to John versus riding up to Ricky, Ricky Whoa. might be a freaking little attack dog type attitude and he's, an, he's, an, he's an ectomorph if you remember from he's an ectomorph uh, yeah, that's right. from episode but seriously, number like, one like if you're trying to like thread the needle and you like bump john john might be like oh, get away from me huh like but you don't know that you don't even test your luck because you're like well there's no way this guy's backing down yeah no one's and, going up to vogel and trying to move vogel somewhere right and, and that's and it's just because it's just like it's this it's this visual association and it also doesn't help that like john and vogel and all these other tall dudes whole life they've had this subliminal messaging that like, Oh, you're, you're strong. You're big dude, like tall, like whatever. And so they probably epitomize that a little bit as well. So I'm getting a little bit too much in the psychology of it, No, that's, but that's like, I nailed just, it. But before we, it hit, before we started recording today, we were talking about other sports and like things that people do throughout the course of a game, the world cup, NFL, whatever, to get in people's heads. And it's, it take a foul to get in somebody's head or whatever. Speaking of getting in people's heads, this is definitely an in the heat moment, but I'm going to speak on the behalf of someone else. And I guess only Zimmer is going to remember this, but like this year at green, like everyone here knows Zach, he's a a usual member on the pod, but um, Zach's at at track camp right now. Zach is like the nicest, most like honest. He's got little horn rim glasses now. Like he doesn't look dangerous. Oh God. He is from Boulder. He looked dangerous before. (laughs) But like Zach, but Zach, when he's on the bike, sometimes just turns into an absolute savage. We are going up like, what was it? Middlebury gap on uh, at green mountain this year. Yeah. And some kid who probably never had a chance to do well in this race anyways, decides to attack. And like, we bring him back, of course. And Zach pretty much ruins this kid's life after that. It's like, it was so bad. I apologize to him. I think everyone was like, sorry about that, man. He must, he must be hurting on the climb. Zach's like, that was the dumbest. Like, I don't even know why you did that. You should just get out. It it was pretty funny, but that kid was like probably crushed after that. That's no, then, right then, there. And then uh, uh, Zach pulls up next to him, and the kid surges again. And Zach just like cold stares him while surging with him, like staring <laughs> at him, like directly into his soul while this kid's trying to attack. Oh, and even Zach's yeah. like, "Yeah, that was stupid. It hurt, but I had to prove a point." <laughs> Zach's like a Zach's like a freaking prison warden when he's out there sometimes. Like someone's gonna like start to attack and he's like, You think about what you're doing right now. Do you really want to go ahead and do that? Hey, and they're like, uh, speaking of that, you got a story of uh being in France, you got bullied. You're oh, in the heat God. of the moment trying oh, to make that, was, that break. <laughs> that was good. That was pretty good. Yeah, this was uh last year when we were twenty one. Yeah, twenty twenty one when we were doing um that would have been KB Elite. Yeah. Yeah. And Uno X yeah. was there. And like every single dude on that team is like a six foot four Norse God, you know, like all <laughs> blonde hair, blue eyes. Like they're all, they're literally all massive. They have so much testosterone. Their fucking voices are like 10 octaves. Long. Like, raw fish. Long story short, like <laughs> day five, we like, I finally am like able to get off the front, try to get into some moves and stuff. And like those teams just want the move gone. And so like yeah. I followed a move, it got brought back, but you could tell like, it was like, Uno X and Bingle were all merging at the front. So they were going to like block that road shut. And so literally this like six foot four Norwegian Uno X guy stares down at me. And he was like, I'll let you go to the break. There will only be five and we will bring you back. 
And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like no, he yeah. called you my friend, didn't he? He's like, like, my friend, like, you can yeah. go, but you you will not survive. <laughs> yeah, he pretty much told me that like it was a death march, and I'm like, you know what? I don't think I'm gonna go. And then they just closed right. the road off. He, he was, was right. I mean, they brought it. Was his name Lee, Liam Neeson? Jeez, that sounds like oh, a was, <laughs> this dude was. It's all those that, guys were pretty it's, scary. It's probably that dude who got like six that Roubaix, and he was in this race. We're like, oh, this is bad for us. This is not good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those dudes. Like that's like control of the race. You know, we could do that stuff at Green Mountain, and they're doing that stuff at like bigger races in France. Matt said to. Good. Uh, I was gonna say Matt said I've definitely heard Matt dial dial it back dial a couple people back on our team like Peter no stop uh. it's just a bad like I just like somebody I don't really like chirp anybody like especially and then you have the other side too where like we've all probably had this happen where like you're in a break with some like bigger teams and they try to like amp you up like hey man you're riding super well like we have a good chance and you're like no we don't we're out here just goofing off trying to like survive <laughs> another K and you're trying to like get me to pull harder yeah no. I'm out for that no, but, reason. I'm out. Yeah. But doing those, I mean, doing those commercials in Europe, like to your point, like they'll like people are oh, screaming at each out. other. People freak out like, like constantly, like, let's go. Come on. pull through. Yeah. That's yeah. because if those kids don't like get top 10 in that race, it's right back to the back fish to the market. Potato farm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you like pull through like five Watts less than them. They're like, what are you here just to train? Mm. Except like, they say it in they say it in French and you don't actually know what they're saying. But that's, Moosey I session. had that happen. That's, that's Gomez. That happened though, like, yeah, no, he, he doesn't talk. He doesn't yell at anybody. He, he doesn't yell at anybody, but he's willing to do whatever because like cycling is. I, I have seen life. that guy go through a corner and grab somebody else's handlebar and ask him if they want to play the crazy game with him. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, they, they poke the beast. They poke the beast. They're, they're the instigators and he finishes it. That yeah, yeah that FAFO. guy's a That's FAFO. Wasn't, wasn't that guy Carl Menzies from UHC? Yes. It was like one of the most experienced pros to like ever race in the US. And I think Gomez took out their whole train and won the race on the last turn later that race anyway. So yeah, he's he plays the crazy game. He was in the heat of the moment, played the crazy game and won. F, I had F that happen in uh out. I had speaking of like the you know, Belgian mafia of people getting fired up in races two years ago. I remember I was like doing some stupid move, like solo for five laps or something dumb and uh, got caught by a move of five. And I skipped one pull and all five of them started screaming at me at once. And I was like, dude, really? Like I was just off the front for like 30 minutes and you just yeah. caught me Matt got put on the, hop back in line. Matt got put on the blacklist by Belgian Tony Martin, who had like, oh, that was bull crap. He saw Matt. <laughs> he saw Matt get like a top like 45 at the first Kermes. And then he goes into the second one in Liedra and decides that Matt is no longer like no one could work with him. Like, Literally Matt, said it out loud. I was in a move step. of 13. Yeah, I was in a move of 13 people and they none of them would work. Not one person in 13 people. And then this guy goes on to win that race and it was like his 58th win of the year. And I'm like, really? You're going to listen to the guy that's won 58 races? But he said it at the start oh. line. He literally pointed you out and he goes, he doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> and I didn't. I didn't I go anywhere. I tried. I the Belgian mafia I, like, I think is, I dropped real. out. Uh, man, it is wild. It's wild how many times... I mean, this is kind of off topic, but it's wild how many times people will play this, will 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 like sell 
you the suffer so hard. Like you will think they're seconds away from getting dropped out of a break or out of a move at one of those kermesses. They'll, and then all of a sudden they just like throw down WAP bombs and you're like, you crafty mother. John, did we have any heat of the moment with the Germans at Toad? I'm like trying to think. Those guys were all pretty stand up, but like, did we have any? Leonard have Klein. Any... No, those are oh, different. Leonard, they were no. terrible. No, we're talking uh, about the 53, yeah, 50... 11 bros. No, oh, we were oh, like friends race. with them. It was more so the uh, Alex was Van the Kiwi team. Buck. Oh, yeah, the cute. Well, the Kiwi team wasn't. Were yeah, they the... I can't remember. Uh, pretty much everybody but the long haired dude. Yeah, our, our fifth president, George Jackson. Yes, there you go. Which yeah. I think their entire team now is black spoke. But anyways, yeah. No, those guys were just, yeah, they weren't very good. But we just had some chatter. It was more so just like elbows. and I got, not, ber- didn't... I got berated by those guys like a few times where like <laughs> I'd like be in a move with one of them and I wasn't going to work because it was just, you know, it was like someone that was in the hunt for the overall and I would just tell them like to pound sand. And then I would just get like scream to be perfectly honest. Like it brings me joy when people scream at me in breaks and stuff, because mm-hmm. like it affects me so little. And like, I've done this long enough where I'm like, I know what's worth doing and what's not. So when I see someone get so riled up by something that I'm doing, it honestly just makes it like even better for me. I'm just like, wow, man, you're like really losing your mind here. I scream a lot in breaks. Like I remember like, you yeah, chirp I mean, a lot in breaks, and I love it. It's yeah, great. but like I don't know, like even if like Toad. <laughs> you want to win a bike race? <laughs> no, but like even like I don't know, like I'm thinking of like a Toad race two years ago. I was in a move, late move, and they were calling like the late preems, like they do. Like it's like three to go, and they throw a gambler's preem, and then one to go, they throw a hundred dollars yeah. out, and you're in the break, and I'm like saying like you know leave it leave it leave it and then one dude like jonathan frederick rolls it and you're like sweet dude all right now i'm gonna make you sit here and they're trying to flick you through and you're like no you're gonna f around and find out i'm just gonna sit here and you're gonna pull and wear yourself out in the final lap of this race speaking of uh we just we just have we just screwed we just screwed around and found out we just had a small fire in our house that's why i had to mute myself Oh, nice. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Heat of the moment. It was hot. the heat. It go. was. It no. It was the heat of the moment. We were um, warming up. John, you'll know what this this is because you're a dad. But um, you know, like the things that are the stuffed animals that are filled with beans that you can heat up. Yep. Yep. Yes. Put it in, put it in the microwave to heat it up. And yeah. my wife and went to Peter go sleeps let, with one of those. Went to go let went to go let the dog out and came back and it was on fire in the microwave. What? Nice. Yeah. So I just left it in there too long or what? No, she said she said the arm of the stuffed animal got stuck under the rotating plate so it wasn't oh. moving. And it just <laughs> heated up too much in one place and started on fire. So the house is now oh. burning down. Don't worry. Right. But wait, I just thought of heat, I have heat a, of the moment. Heat of the I moment. have a I have one more quick heat of the moment story that I don't know if I've ever told you guys this, but it's super funny. This was like uh, maybe this was last year. It was the state crit here in Colorado. And like, you know, like I rocked up, you know, ready to win this bad boy. And I get into a break. I get into a break with like four or five dudes. I can't remember. And I'm like the dude that's chirping the break. I'm like, guys, we can do this. Like, we're going to make it because I like genuinely thought I was going to win this race. And all of a sudden there's a dude that's just latched on the back and he's not doing shit. He's just like, he's sitting there. 
and I come up, I'm like doing, you know, like, dude, no free rides here. You know, you got to work. And he just doesn't say anything. He just stays silent. And I'm pulling through like, I promo, want to stay away. Promo. I know. It was Jameson he, Ribbons. No, he literally, this kid would just not say a single word. And I got so, I was like, this is like just what I talked about. I was the dude getting super worked up. I was screaming at him and all this stuff. So eventually I got so mad. And this is true. I took my water bottle and literally squirted the entirety of it onto his face. Oh, like I dude, literally just, no I know, oh, I know. Ricky, I, so embarrassing. Soon after the kid then starts pulling through and he starts rotating right after he starts pulling through ref comes up and goes lap riders can't contribute to the break. He got oh. lapped and I didn't realize it. Oh, and no. okay, that's bad. Then. He deserved Rookie. it. Oh, that he reminds me it. too. And then I just squirted in his face. I felt so bad. I apologized for like 10 minutes after the race. I was, he should have said something. Dude, he was like a kid. He didn't know what he was doing. He was probably just lucky to be in the break, even if he was a lap down. He was stoked about we, it. Just we just hoping won't. for that one photo his parents get so he can put it on his profile. Exactly. We've all we've all been on we've all been on the other other end of that though. I mean I didn't even win the race either. I got second. Sprayed? No, well, I mean Unreal. I I've been uh Peter's old team teammates have given it to me per, pretty bad before from uh from uh the Bora. I was gonna Bora say crew was imagine. Bora crew is super savage. Hard to imagine. You're like a breakaway's dream. You just do all the work and then you get last in the sprint. That's <laughs> They just give you a titty twister and all this. Oh, are we talking about? Are we talking about Clear Lake when Krawcheck dunked on y'all? Just yeah, played. Oh god, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna get all fired up because yeah. Let's, yeah. No, let's days. let's not go on. Let's not go on. No, BFR says BFR. All right, hey John, we kind of skipped yeah. this this segment of the of the podcast, but like, how did you how, how did how did you get here? What was your, oh. what your, what are your first impressions of the team? You and Peter were teammates before, and then Peter yeah. got on the team a year before you did. And then Peter, like, well, how did that happen? But John was also on the team Slack thread and I didn't know who, I thought he was a sponsor. I thought he was Biomoto. <laughs> I thought he was John from Biomoto that just got on our, um, in like our chat thread. And I was like, who the F is John Heinlein? And I found out like three months later that you were actually on the team. And I was like, I still don't know who this guy is. Here before yeah, before before John starts his little segment here, I'm going to do our sponsor shout out to John Hunick at Biomoto, who does custom insoles using Sensimotoric technology and um, custom bike fits. And if you would like to meet John from Biomoto, he's got seven locations around the world, including Italy and Israel and Japan, um, Switzerland, Germany, um, and then a couple here in the U.S. But he's going to be at our team camp, um, and you can meet him during the Fondo. March uh, 10th to the 12th in Tucson, Arizona. So there's the the little uh, sponsor sweet. pitch here. But John, yeah, I'm in. Those are sweet. They are sweet. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's it, it was like a two, it was like a two hour process to get them made. It was like all this testing and slow mo camera standing on like foam pads with a gazillion sensors. It helped a lot too because I would like have like collapsing arches and get like foot pain. Like my feet, my toes would grab, and then getting insoles from him, like totally changed the game. Plus he gave me, um, off the bike ones too. So like regular insoles plus the, you know, rigid ones. Man, for cycling. Get on so that. Those are a win. Fair game. He's, I can't he's, even run anymore. he's 3d printing them now too, which is pretty gnarly. Oh, he's got damn. like, yeah, it's really cool. So anyway, check, check him out. But John Heinlein is actually who, who Ricky was talking about here. So let's go back to John. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, gosh, I came from the triathlon world to get into cycling, but 
That's oh, you did a side story. Yeah. Well, there's a lot. All right. You're off the remember, team. We don't need to I get was, to anyone. Remember, I was an athlete prior to being a cyclist. It's a sad so. story. <laughs> yeah. We don't need to talk about you it. You look like a triathlete too. <laughs> I don't yeah, right. You're, way, like you're way too mean. You're not, you're yeah. not uh, happy enough. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's fair. I don't, don't think just to work enough, out, but yeah. Um, no, I, uh, hopped on a few different teams. So I went from a five to a three in like a half a season. Cause I was like cycling way more fun than triathlon. And then I remember and, uh, becoming a two and I was like, Oh man, I really want to do North star, which is, or North star grand prix, which is in Minnesota. And I'm like, God, oh, this would be so cool to do it. But I had to become a one. And I was like, Oh, I'm kind of okay at this sport. So jumped on, I was on uh, local team loon state. And then happened upon to befriend Peter Olnicek. And then luckily, like a week before Northstar, I got my one upgrade. I'm like, dude, Pete, help. <laughs> help me. And uh, I happened upon, like I said, Pete. And Pete had a connection with Eric. So I happened to guest ride, which would have been, I think, the last year of Northstar Grand Prix with mm-hmm. Prada Deshwan. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Uh, yeah <laughs> and uh uh what is it uh bucks forever or whatever pheasants forever. pheasants forever pheasants yep. forever still wear the hey i got i still wear the bibs these were north Good. memorial co-sponsored that year right yeah we were and mike jerseys. mike Fried, mike friedman was our was our director mm-hmm. probably one of the best speeches before friday night's uh Love that guy Brit. yeah what did he tell you to do how what can you not tell be- you to do how can you not be inspired by Mike Friedman? I was going to say, what oh was Mike's, what were element. Mike's advice? <clears throat> well, mind you, it it's North. All right. So it's uptown. Like, what do we start at? Like 730, like an hour and a half race or whatever. And mind you, Mike is probably started around noon. So he's having a blast. Like he's feeling <laughs> amazing about himself. There's this thing called Facebook live, which I don't even know if it was a thing at that time, but he knew it was. And so all of a sudden he just like Facebook live, let's do this. Yeah. And just, I don't even remember what he said other than his whole spiel about, yeah, we're going to the bathroom. You just get right there and then you go out and race. And I think you can interpret what that means, but I, that was like the only thing I took from his like 30 minutes spiel. And then we're like, all right, I guess we're going to go race now. And like Pete remembers that race. I mean, I don't I think everybody here I was robbed there. that race that was one of two significant times I was oh, robbed boy. Uh, yeah what, what, I, hey, if, you didn't, if you didn't crash and get seriously injured you were not robbed you're lucky fair fair I, I was in a it was <coughs> sore like wound. six laps to go okay I don't need to tell the story we'll save it do you want to hear <laughs> it no? it's a no. sore wound no we don't want to hear the story here's the thing guys <laughs> so here's the thing I was riding this bike all right yeah. yeah, I actually so had no I'm idea about this. this. I'm elongating this, but uh, Neil say uh, hopped on Bora Factory with Pete. We had a fun season, and then we realized that we're on the dad squad um, because pretty much everyone quit bike racing other than us two, uh, which was still a hit. That's squad, normal. That's though. standard op in cycling. Standard well, we're still here. Soon to be you too, man. Uh, but anyways. And then I hopped on another team because I was like, oh, gosh, I'm not good enough for hopping on Echelon yet. And then had a good season 2019. And I'm like, all right, I got to keep working Eric. Like, I got to somehow work Eric just enough to get on this. Got to go to the group rides. (laughs) Well, I just got to do whatever it takes. I was like, Pete, 
I was pretty much hanging out with Pete as much as I could, trying to feed him beer, like whatever it took, <laughs> put in a good word. And then pretty much every local race, I made sure to say hi to Eric if I could or went out of my way to make sure I did. And then Sounds fortunately, cheesy, but that stuff works. That's important stuff. Yeah. Dude, it's just, everything I, about who you know. It's it, totally it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Just, be, so just being a good bike on. racer is not enough. No. True. No. And you got to be and a good teammate. And you're a salesman, John. You, you're good at selling. You did a great <laughs> I job. try to be anyways. Try to but be. Jo- so, yeah. But j- 2020, did you get put on the A squad or the B squad? You know? Oh, I was on the JB dunk squad. Uh, oh, that was an awkward Pete. year. That Can was we talk about of, how funny that year was? That was that's a whole other episode. No, that's a whole <laughs> no, no, other no, episode. No, no, no. I'm going to be dead sober. Self is another episode. Dead sober, another episode. I'll preface Origins of the dunk squad. Here's the, here's the, here's like the one minute overview. I get hit by a truck that year, show up to team camp in a cast late. Every bed is <laughs> taken, so I have to sleep on the couch. <laughs> and listen so to I'm up and bitch. I'm up when the yeah, I'm up when the early guys get up and I stay awake until all the guys that usually stay out late go to bed. And who are the people that are up late? And it's it's the JV dunk squad. It's all the people that are drinking missing beer. team drinking bikes. Beer they don't team have team camp. bikes, drinking beer at team camp. And listening to them complain about not getting a bike. And I had to deal with that every single all day for a seven days straight. I'd like to put a asterisk. I'd like to put an asterisk. An asterisk on complain about not getting a bike. There was there's a little bit more to that story in a whole podcast dedicated to that. Those that was then though. Let's move on. No one wants to listen to that shit. Here's an here's an update on the uh, stuffed animal that started on fire. My wife has amputated the leg and is um, there. It is. Yeah, it's right here. Make a full recovery. She's she's gonna sew them up. I mean, she's a physical therapist and thinking it'll be just fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Other than the third degree burns that it suffered. Yeah. Right. Um, (laughs) We gotta we gotta wrap we we gotta wrap this thing up. So can we end with the ultimate? Um, heat of the moment story. Then, when you went full John Cena on an eighteen-year-old, yeah, it was great. Um, so we, another Joe Martin scenario. We're at the host house. Uh, it's the last night. Um, I think we. Oh God. We were we were third place going into the final stage, and oh God. Alec Cohen. Uh, like no, Alec Cohen or Hohen, Yeah, Alec Alex Hohen. Hohen. Yeah, thank you. Similar. Uh, Played us like a fiddle and got up the road and Matt slid down into fourth um, after that. So everybody was just kind of in a crap mood, go back to the house, start drinking beers and decide that we're going to wrestle each other um, in the back. No, no, we all did not decide we were going to wrestle each other. A (laughs) a small amount of people were like, we should wrestle each other. And it's all the people you would imagine we're going to wrestle. Okay. And actually time out before that happened, the host came up to me and asked if I would help him dig six holes, (laughs) six holes in his backyard so that he could build a shed for his boat. (laughs) And he handed me me a post digger (laughs) and the entire team drank beers and watched me dig holes. And he sat there with a tape measure (laughs) <laughs> until, until it was 16 inches deep so eric was already fully torqued at this i was point. already yeah. i was already on a short fuse but henry lutz and i decide that we're going to wrestle and henry at this time i think 18 maybe 19 years old got a little bit of chip, on, chip on his shoulder it can be a little bit cocky at times and so i was going to show him what's up 
but we decide we're going to wrestle and we go from mm-hmm. wrestling in, you know, mid match to him putting me in a full on chokehold and oh, taking, yeah. you're going to die, taking me to the ground, like illegal hold not wrestling at this point. There's no rules in fight club. It was perfectly <laughs> fine in my book. Yeah. And uh, I think Evan stepped in, right? And then him. Yeah, and then Evan, Evan ruined Henry's life. Evan and, put him in the ground. Evan yeah. put him in the ground and just totally like just let him verbally have it. Everyone and, was like, everyone's like looking around, like, well, that got out of hand really yeah. quick. And so, <laughs> All right, back back to the post hole digging. And so <laughs> and so as as we do, right? As men do, we got up, shook it off, went to McDonald's, got some shakes and uh and uh, happy meals, and we we're good to go for the rest of the night. It was great. But so, yeah. um The lesson is is, even in the heat of the moment, if you go to Mickey D's and you get some sweet cream after, Mm -hmm. you're going to be okay. Mm. I think I had the double filet fish that night. I didn't know that was even an option. The double (laughs) fillets? The double-decker filet fish Did we also just just mention right before this is over that Peter's literally been holding that microphone like (laughs) Elvis all night? He's like, walk around. That's another story I'm in my new recliner, you guys. That's why you can't. I can't tell. You got a you got a banana background up oh, right now. Guys, Pete is notorious uh, for holding that mic. Mm-hmm. We're, we're gonna have to check in with Zach Gray because I know he's got plenty of plenty more heat of the the moment. Uh, part he two. Did, he did the move. Yeah, he did the move where he took some kid off the back of a breakaway and sprinted and caught back onto the break, and the kid never caught back on. When was that? Was, I don't know. So I think it was like a collegiate race or something. Just ruined his kid's dreams. And then he's on the side of the road the next lap. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Oh, real quick, before we end this, I need to uh inform our, our listeners of what our, our podcast Oh yeah, this is gonna be is. this has gotta be a regular thing. Do you guys have some guesses? It was what was it well, last yeah. episode? Zero it was like Thir- thirty-seven. It was like yeah, thirty-six or thirty-seven, yeah. All right. This one is uh we we forecast your next episode receive 108 downloads. Ooh, big time, good. big time. They that, knew John was coming know. on. I think we call that exponential <laughs> growth. Well, <laughs> since since from uh, zero, since John and uh, Ethan are half rivals, we can see which episode gets more downloads. Ooh, my, honestly, my f- I think Ethan and I's rivalry is probably more intense than you just yelling you at and him. slicks it's no it's more yours is like a dad and son relationship you're like the mean yeah. dad who sees everything <laughs> he could have been in wow. his son he's like wow, oh, wow. he's got the looks he's got <laughs> the youth he's got all this stuff and he's just like that's what i could have been so you're just like really hard on him you're like a dad vicariously living through your kid because you just know his potential wow he could just be so much better just even though John, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. John did wax him a toad like most days. So you know. Oh, you I mean the first day when I let him out for hole. like three quarters of a lap? And okay, okay. We don't want to get in the heat of the moment right yeah, now. Let's but it, cool our too much too much John, we we equally led you out an equal number of times, and you dropped your chain every time. That is correct. Right, but did I let anybody buy me on the inside? No, no, you didn't. This is after the end of last podcast saying Ethan and I should come on as a tandem. Yes. Let's oh, make it. We don't happen. want it to be a debate. There's too many like there's too much debate of that in the world. No, it wouldn't be a debate. It'd just be a heckle fest. It'd yeah. be great. <laughs> but there's no way how to heckle. Your guys' relationship is not nearly as strenuous as mine and Matt's is. 
I well, you wouldn't know. understand. Yeah, you wouldn't understand. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know, Rick. You were only there for like a week of tokens. All right, all I right. I was there the Peter, entire time. <laughs> Peter, close, close, close us out here, Peter. This is enough. You end that, Mike. <laughs> all right. Well, we've got a lot of hostile and heated moments worked out, and so there's here's many the thing. more. So here's the thing, guys. There's a lot, a lot to, a lot to work through, a lot to process, a lot of emotions. Uh, this is a great therapy session. We appreciate you all for tuning in. Until next time, you've got Peter, Ricky, Eric, Matt, and John. Hasta la hopefully, vista. We, hopefully, we still have a team after this. Uh, this, yes, this uh, gets <laughs> Peter, are you actually drunk right now? Hopefully. Oh. He didn't Is even he pretending to be frozen? Silence. He's pretending to be frozen. <laughs> <laughs>